Ahoy hoy, all you delightful little ragamuffins. I'm John Miller, and you're listening to Everybody Trades. Welcome back once again to the only show on the internet that talks about the stock market, Bugs Bunny, the Avengers, the Godfather, and yes, today we're going to even delve into a little bit of Star Trek. You know why? Because lately I've been noticing something that well, not just lately, but in general, it's it's even stronger than ever. And that's the mainstream voices out there. Yeah, it's almost like, I've said before, it's almost like high school, right? And what I mean by that is the social dynamics of high school. And that, well, at least in your bigger public high schools, that usual dynamic that most of us know all, all too well at this point, there's the cool crowd, the in crowd, whatever you want to call them. And if you don't dress how they dress, if you don't like the kind of music that they want to like, well, that can be a difficult road to hoe because there's a lot of peer pressure, cultural pressure, whatever you want to call it, that is very difficult for a lot of young people to resist. But what, what's been surprising to me is there's a tremendous amount of adults who have just as much of a problem resisting groupthink. And quite frankly, what have we heard the last two months during this whole COVID-19 period? Well, it's just been a cacophony, to put it quite succinctly, just an absolute cacophony of people saying, for all intents and purposes, and sometimes literally, hashtag stay home. Well, that is one of the simplest things I've ever heard in my life. It requires just simply repeating the hashtag that everybody else on the internet is using, hashtag stay home, which by definition is the absolute option of taking any action whatsoever, that requires no thinking whatsoever. All it requires is simply repeating what I would call the Borg wants you to say. Now, what do do I mean by the Borg? Well, I'm not a huge Star Trek guy. I'm really not. But when I was younger... I did like Star Trek The Next Generation quite a bit. Now, my dad is a really big, really big Star Trek guy. You know, he was a child of the 60s, essentially, grew up in the 60s. Star Trek was a big deal, very innovative back then. Doesn't so much hold up today, in my opinion, but I will say the Jean-Luc Picard, Star Trek The Next Generation, that whole series, that stuff does still really hold up, even though it's been you know, 30-plus years since its pilot episode, I'm sure. But one of the big themes, one of the big villains and themes of Star Trek The Next Generation is this group of seemingly indestructible cybernetic organisms slash robots called the Borg. And basically the Borg is this huge amalgamation of machines and sort of cybernetic organism, sort of half-and-half organism, half-and-half robot-type deals. They fly around in this giant cube in space, and essentially they will either destroy or or what they really want to do is assimilate everything in their way. Any, Any possible being that they feel could be useful to them, they will assimilate into the Borg. So what ultimately happened is Jean-Luc Picard, who played by Patrick Stewart, well, eventually he was subsumed by the Borg. He was assimilated. And once inside the Borg, Jean-Luc Picard essentially 
for all intents and purposes, no longer existed. Now, he wasn't destroyed. He was assimilated. But other than you could kind of see his, the remains of his face, his human flesh, that type deal, he no longer had a mind of his own. You see, the Borg, the individual members of the Borg, almost never speak. See, what they do is there's this collective voice that you hear that will just be heard. None of the individuals are necessarily speaking it, but it's this collective voice that is just projected throughout that everybody can hear. And I'm sorry, I'm reminded of the Borg when I'm hearing, hashtag stay at home, hashtag stay home, hashtag stay home. I'm sorry, I'm just getting tired of all these collective-minded, unquestioning, unthinking, groupthink people. That's why I'm, I'm just going to start calling that the, this the Borg now. When people have no thought whatsoever other than just what the mainstream is telling them in short, digestible hashtag form, yeah, I'm just calling you all the Borg now, just so you know that. And when the Borg in the Star Trek series, when the Borg showed up to assimilate you, what they would tell you is that resistance is futile. There's no way to avoid assimilation. Well, similarly, if you go against the figurative Borg, the what I'm calling the Borg, the mainstream thought, isn't it interesting that resistance, they want you to think resistance is futile to them as well. You better hashtag stay at home or We'll throw you in jail, quite possibly. If you're the sheriff's department in Texas and you're a lady that feels like you need to open up your salon to feed your kids, well, the heck with you. We'll throw you in jail for not apologizing for this act because, again, resistance is futile. But you know what? In the Star Trek series, we did see that Jean-Luc Picard did eventually escape the Borg. The Federation, his buddies, they all liberated him from the Borg. And wasn't that a great moment in the Star Trek series? So indeed, while the Borg is incredibly scary, now I'm talking about the Star Trek Borg and my Borg, the, the voices, the mainstream groupthink, that kind of Borg. Going against that groupthink can be scary. But resistance is clearly not futile. Because guess what? The last couple months, I've given you some pretty good stock advice, haven't I? The NASDAQ is all the way back. My portfolio is all the way back from its lows from, what, six, eight weeks ago? And that was because I had the balls to actually buy some Adobe on the way down, knowing that while, worst case scenario, even if I'm wrong and people do necessarily need to stay sheltered in place for months on end, well, I'm not going to stop paying my Adobe Audition bill or my Photoshop bill, that kind of thing. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like there weren't a lot of scary moments the last few weeks. I mean, when we were at the lows, the lows, I was thinking, I was tempted to panic and sell everything. I really was. But then I thought, I had to remind myself, how many of my companies are really going to go out of business? And when you really look at that, it turns out not that much. And I've also learned that fear, when fear is at its peak, that's actually the moment when you want to sell some stocks. And now we're almost getting to the point in the market where it might be getting a little bit too comfortable. So by all means, trim some of your winners. Nobody got hurt taking a profit. But the point is, whether you listen to me or not, whether you're going to give me credit, maybe you did listen to me, or maybe you just took similar action 
on your own, outside of my advice. Either way, that required you to not listen to the experts, quote-unquote, to not listen to the groupthink, to the Borg. And just really quickly there on this whole idea of, well, people don't want to listen to experts nowadays. Well, it depends on the experts is what I would say. And again, the Borg is very, very, very quick to throw old experts on under the bus, essentially. Take Elon Musk. I mean, my goodness. A few years ago when that guy was really at the peak of his popularity, he could say any goofy thing he wanted about how man was going to go to Mars, live on Mars, do this and that on Mars, yada, yada, yada. And the Borg, the groupthink people over at the New York Times, and et cetera, et cetera, well, they ate all that stuff up. Because they're all about, oh, the, the planet is going to end, we're killing ourselves with capitalism, and we need to get to another planet. So Elon could say anything that had almost no basis in reality whatsoever when it came to Mars. I hate to say it. But now somehow, when Elon Musk questions the Borg and its whole doom and gloom, stay at home, hashtag stay at home propaganda that's been out there, well, now suddenly Elon Musk is finding out what that's like. Now all these people who loved Elon said he was the biggest genius, the biggest expert that we have. Well, suddenly his expertise is no longer valued. Interesting how that happens only when you go against the Borg. The bottom line is, as Charles Barkley once said, God is the only expert, Ernie. <laughs> I always like that line. Referring to Ernie Johnson on Inside the NBA, of course, but I always just thought that was a funny line, and it just gets to the idea that science, for instance, experts, science in particular is not a finish line. It's not just a set of facts that we just absolutely know 100%, yada, yada, yada. Science is a process. It's an ongoing process to try to figure out the truth, to try to improve knowledge, improve our lives based on said knowledge. It's not a finish line. And really, there are no finish lines in life other than the ultimate one, right? Death. That's the finish line. But other than that, if you're alive, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. There's really no such thing as just staying the same. So the idea that once you've gotten to expert status, that somehow, well, nothing you can say can be questioned and we just have to blindly follow along with it like the the Borg beings that we are. And the honest truth is, is, even the Borg doesn't totally believe that because as the Elon Musk stuff shows, again, you go against them, that's all that matters. It's what have you done for me lately, and if, if lately you've gone against me, well, then you deserve to be destroyed or assimilated. And with all that being said, hopefully your retirement portfolios have recovered, and if you're looking for any reassurance moving forward, or if necessary, some alarm bells <laughs> that things are going badly. Well, I'm your guy, so stick with me every week right here on Everybody Trades. Everybody Trades.